I'm gonna fucking kill you. Got the F-bomb from the bats. Welcome back in randos to the Fandom at Random podcast. We're live. We are live. Yeah. Right there. That's oh, the yeah. camera. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah, a little sneak peek. We've got episode 100 coming up, and we're going to be adding video to this podcast oh, shit. very oh, soon. Oh, shit. <laughs> so today's our first day. We're doing our dry run with the video, so I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll release this as a blooper one day well, yeah. when we're super rich and famous. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. You guys are just so influential. Oh, God. The, Behind the, the scenes, the legacy of Phantom at Random. <laughs> But man, man, I am excited. We have a very fun random review today with, we had the Joker kicking us off in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, we'll be talking. A talk better yeah. Joker. Yeah, we'll be talking about him in a little bit. He's not as, he's not quite as damaged. Right. As we're used to seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> but we have. He might be rotten though. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> definitely rotten for sure. But check us out, fandomatrandom.com as usual. All the ways to follow us, like us, listen to us, and very soon, watch us. Yes. The so. web address right here. Right <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's... Uh, Brian, is there anything else before we get into our random review of the week? We're going to skip news because I want to talk about this monster of a movie. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a four-hour movie, so I think we can focus on that. All right, let's get into it. Yep. Today, randos, we will be covering Zack Snyder's Justice League. The ultimate Justice the League. The ultimate. There's oodles of justice <laughs> in this league, overflowing with justice. And it is also eloquently known as the Snyder Cut, which many nerds were clamoring for years. Release the Snyder Cut! <laughs> right? And uh, they, they finally got their wish. Dude, uh, whoever did marketing for this movie was a fucking genius because it's been huge since it's been announced. And do you think it would have been... Because as far as I can tell so far, it's been very well received by most people. Yes. Do you think it would have been if it was the first version released? I think that people would have shit on it more if it's the first version that Snyder released. I think that goes without saying because, I mean, they gave him HBO Max, which this is streaming on. If you want to go check this film out, go to HBO Max. But, you know, when this released in theaters, I mean, you can't, and we're going to talk about it right off the bat, the movie's four, over four hours long. <laughs> yeah. That you can't release, I mean, unless you're talking, or, like, even Return of the King. So like, consider it cut down to three hours. I feel like people would... The hype and the marketing leading up to it now played a role into how much people 100%. actually liked it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you can look at another good example, uh, Deadpool. Yeah. You know that that film technically was never going to get released, and then lo and behold, somebody Ryan Reynolds <laughs> uh, leaked some of the test footage, and viral marketing took care of itself, and yeah. people went nuts. So the day and age we live in now with the internet and the vocal majority uh they can they can make shit happen in yes, hollywood they can. so yep. i mean this 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 film is a testament to that so off the bat we'll get it out of the way so we had the joss whedon film yes that came out in 2018 so just titled justice league 
and he picked up the reins from Zack Snyder, who very unfortunate oh event. My God, dude. Daughter ended up taking her own life. Yeah, completely understandable. He walked away from the project to grieve, be with his family. So, and this film, the new one, was dedicated to his daughter at the yes. end, which was awesome. Yeah, I did see that, and uh, yeah, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny. We talked about this too, so. They've been hyping this Zack Snyder cut, the Snyder cut, for so many years. Yeah. Release it, release it, release it. And it drops amidst all of this Joss Whedon-like controversy and scandal. Like, cancel right. culture is I coming know. for Joss Whedon. I was thinking about that the whole time. I, I was, uh, And then you notice there was one scene about, like, one, actually a couple scenes with woman empowerment in this new version where Joss Whedon, the woke... Uh, in front of the camera guy he took out of the movie to begin yep. with and now we find out that he's actually a piece of shit behind the camera too but allegedly uh, allegedly allegedly always got to throw that in there yeah harvey weinstein was allegedly guilty <laughs> <laughs> um so it was kind of weird watching it and thinking about oh wow well he's going through all this bullshit and now his film was inferior than the one just released <laughs> oh 100 percent 100%. And we're going to keep this kind of free form. So we, we made kind of notes and bullet points, and we're just going to kind of openly talk about this shit. So let's get into the film itself, Brian. So yeah. we just mentioned it's a long-ass film. Sure is. But it doesn't feel that. It feels like a long movie. It doesn't feel like four hours, or it didn't to me. And I think the reason that is is they kind of break it up into the quasi-chapters. I think there's like five or six chapters. Seven, including okay. the prologue and epilogue. Okay. Yeah, yeah so it, it makes it it almost gives it the illusion of, because I did it a couple times, like when a chapter would end, I'd kind of get up, stretch my legs, I'd go grab a drink. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it definitely did break the movie up a little bit. Yeah, and the flow of it and the editing and everything else was just better. 100%. So it really flowed like a movie should, like a superhero movie should. We were getting more character development. We were getting more scenes that actually made the story make sense. So it felt like a more clean version of the movie, so it went by faster. And the overall tone of the movie, yeah, compared to the original, completely different. You know me, dude. I was I'm all about darker stuff and all the blood in this movie. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I've got what's one of my notes in here is yeah. like the the blood and the gore. I mean, they they were able to kind of really up that, you know, going to HBO Max and knowing that they weren't held back right. by like a rating system per one, se. One scene that stuck out to me was when Wonder Woman uh threw the guy against the wall and his head just Oh yeah, right behind, and he's laying in the puddle of blood. I was like, "Holy shit, Diana's a badass!" Yeah, and you would, you know, you go look at the new Wonder Woman film. There is none of that. <laughs> that scene alone in Justice League remastered, I'll call it, uh, was better than the entirety of '84. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. That that was super badass. And man, whoever like wrote that Wonder Woman theme, dude, give them more money. I was that. gonna say the <laughs> score <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> The whole it score is amazing, but dude, Wonder Woman's music is fucking badass. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, every time that clicks on and she starts kicking ass, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh man, yeah, I'm into this. She just looks like a fucking powerhouse in that scene. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, like you just said, the music too, like the, they, they did, they completely changed all of the music yeah. in this entire film. Right. And it, it helped. It helped. Yeah. I mean, it, again, we mentioned the tone of the film. They even changed like the hue 
of it. If you yep. go back and look at the original Justice League. Way more vibrant. Yeah, they, they changed the whole kind of color scheme. Which I don't mind at all. I know a lot of people shit on Snyder and his dark hues and colors. It worked in this movie. It didn't work in Batman vs. Superman. That movie was just... Ugh. I loved Man of Steel and I loved Justice League. Um, but while we're talking about characters, the first half of, half of the movie was basically all character development yep. for each character. Cyborg was the star. I mean, 100%. dude, they brought him from the background in the original version all the way up to this version. He's like one of the main draws of this movie. I'd argue he is the main draw. I mean, he's, he's borderline the protagonist. I mean, he got yeah. a ton of screen time, ton of character development. A lot of the story like revolved around him. Yeah. And, and it all made sense this time it, around. <laughs> and it makes like going back and like looking at this and then going back and looking at the 2018 Justice League, it makes so much goddamn sense yeah. now. Like, because a lot of the cyborg scenes, they felt so cut up. Right. And, and nothing made sense. He was always in shadows and kind of in the background. And he had maybe two scenes in the original movie where he was yeah. the forefront. Yeah. But this time his father, the death scene. um, Obviously, spoilers, we're going to be talking about it. I don't think we mentioned that, but when his father kills himself to superheat the mother yep. box, we get way more explanation as to how they find the mother box, what happened to the mother box, why the mother box is so important, you yep. know? Whereas in the original movie, it was like, oh, well, the bad guy wants it. We need to stop him from getting it. Um, let's have Victor just look at where it is on a map. <laughs> Anyway, so that his character development was amazing. The Flash with Barry his, Allen, his new scene with Iris. I'm assuming that was it was Iris, Iris West. West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when that whole thing stops and he's barefoot and he fucking picks the hot dog out of the air and then saves her. That and we mentioned too, like scene. the music. Yeah, the music in that scene. It's just like you know, mwah, mm -hmm. so good. Definitely. So we had those two. Obviously, we talked about Wonder Woman. That was amazing. And. Uh, even so, I'm still very not, very much not a fan of uh, Amy Adams as Lois Lane. But we got a lot more of her grieving and the after effects of Superman dying and all that other shit. Yeah, you could you, know? you could kind of relate to the character a little bit more. Yeah, that they actually gave her the screen time and they and they gave like the whole background of her grieving and. This or that, whereas in you know the original Justice League film, it's it's really just quick cuts. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh by the way, Superman's back. Oh, and they took out that awful CGI scene where his mustache was being CGI'd out. Oh yeah, right at the beginning of the 2017 version, it's just fucking clear as day. This time, we actually find out that everyone hears Superman scream. It activates the mother box, all that shit. You know. Yeah, and before we get into too many other characters or plot points. How do you feel about the aspect ratio of the film? So they, Honestly, they, 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 I didn't like it. It was in 4.3, which yeah. is very, very rare nowadays. I had that on my notes, yeah. You know, everything is generally in 16.9. So, uh, 69? 69. It is more popular nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Pornhub. Thank you. Best sponsor. Thank you, So, sir. yeah, it, it was a 4.3 aspect ratio, which is kind of weird. That's when you get the black bars if you're watching the film on the left and right of the screen and the entire image is really kind of compact into a box. Well, a mother box, maybe? <laughs> oh, it's for IMAX, I guess. That's what they film IMAX in, and that's what he filmed Justice League in, and they wanted to stick to the original vision. Yeah, if, they said for aesthetics. Yeah, if there was one thing I think they could have done without out of this whole cut, it would have been the 4-3 ratio. 
I didn't like it. I think it was unnecessary. I don't think it really made for a better anything, really. Yeah. I don't think it hurt it as much, but I definitely don't see the need for it. So Yeah, so I it annoyed me at first. You know, I especially watching it like in nowadays everybody's got the giant 4k tvs or most people do yeah and you know all of a sudden it's like squashed and i'm like oh what the hell is this so that was the other thing it said it was in 4k and was it just me you know i have a brand new 4k 70 inch tv and i expected it to look really good yep but to me it kind of looked like it was the level before final editing and it had some stutter problems and the CGI looked a little wonky. I, I don't know if it was just me or what, but yeah, I mean, we can we can talk about the CGI now. Then I didn't get too much of the juddery feel, but you know, it some of the CGI in the film was definitely redone. Um, mainly, uh, uh, what the hell's his face? Uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. Steppenwolf was. If you look at original Steppenwolf versus what we got with that yeah. kind of newer armor and the look, very different. I still hated the design and the cgi of steppenwolf every time he was on the on screen it just kind of took me out of the film yeah i will say the thing speaking of steppenwolf that we mentioned character development yeah at least gave him some character development in this film i'd argue he was one of the better villains in the dceu right now um we haven't had many i wouldn't say the best but i wouldn't say he was bad at all after this cut he has a clear motivation. He's there for Dark Saeed. And <laughs> um, it's very clear what his motivations are. They show it in the movie way better. But I don't know which one I hated more. The new one or the old one. They, The old one looks like a really weird old man dressed alien. And this new <laughs> one looks way too like meta alien with the purple shiny uh, nanotech armor. I don't know which one I like better. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a super huge fan of it. I thought the, uh, you know, the pretty much most of the other CGI was okay. But yeah. I don't know. It just, every anything with Steppenwolf, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, get him off the screen. <laughs> yeah. This is why practical effects a are little hard just to so much at. better. Although that scene at uh, Themyscira was pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. He's just kind of laying waste to everything. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you really want to show a scene where girls get it done without, like, shoving it down your throat, look to Zack Snyder because that was badass. Yeah, yeah, the Amazons are ridiculous. I mean, the amount of them that just, they're just one after another sacrificing themselves. I think the, my favorite scene, of the, probably one of my favorite scenes was, Damascarin, show him your fear. And they're like, we have no fear. Oh, yeah. That was like straight out of 300. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yes, kick him in the hole. <laughs> kick him in the asshole. Uh, last thing before we get into too many more plot points uh, unrelated to the plot and characters. Um, it had the classic Zack Snyder slow-mo. Yeah. Which is maybe why this uh, this movie was four hours long. Maybe. I mean, if you took out the slow motion scenes, <laughs> it actually probably would have been about 37 minutes. Yeah. In total. Uh, I, no, you're being... I'd I say know, at I least know. an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it worked way better than most of his... Like, Watchmen, it was very obvious. Uh, Batman vs. Superman was very obvious. I think for this movie, it worked for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't hate it. It didn't bother me too much. So let's get back into plot points. So things that kind of jumped out in this film. Well, we can jump around a lot, too. Like yeah. you mentioned, we're going to talk spoilers. 
We don't have to stay within the timeline. What was the deal with so Martian Manhunter's in this film now? Uh, yeah, I wish like, he wasn't <laughs> in, in like the middle of the film and in the very end of the film. So let's talk about him for a minute because you know John Jones, Martian Manhunter, prolific yeah. character in DC. It was very cool to see him. Why did he go like in poses Martha Kent to go visit Lois Lane? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I, I and think, then turn into like a general. Like I think it's really all. It's foreshadowing and subtext to where it's going to be going. The Injustice storyline. I think he knows what happens in the future. I think Batman knows what's going to happen in the future. And that's why he goes and sees Batman at the end of the movie. Uh, but it w- it's not very clear. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I mean, it would, it would make sense that if he has somehow... Because we know he has psychic ability. Yeah. But he's never had foresight. No. That- uh, that I know of. Or foreskin. So. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he is the mean green machine. Who knows what he's got down there? Uh, he well, can shapeshift, man. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it was weird, and I thought he looked bad. I didn't think he looked good. We do know he was in the battle, uh, the battle of the earth or whatever they called it, the ancient battle. Because in the original version, they show him flying around in the air in the shorter battle version. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so it was it was just kind of weird. We get him at the end of the film, which we'll talk about in a minute. But let's yeah. talk about that ancient battle for a minute too, dude. Now that so you brought it badass. up, so you got like Zeus, yep, Ares, Ares. Um, There's a Lantern Corps there. I was going to say green, a Green Lantern. I forget his name. I meant to write it down, but yeah, seeing a full Green Lantern, seeing Ares, seeing Hercules, seeing all these fucking people, and seeing the battle, and then we see Darkseid. Yeah, I thought looked fucking amazing. Yeah, so I thought he he looked leagues better mm-hmm. than Steppenwolf. Still not perfect, but better. The issue I had with it was this is Dark Side. Yeah, this is this is the Thanos of DC, and he showed up and he got his ass kicked. Yeah, like he showed up with like his little weapon, <clears throat> this or that. You didn't get to see the fucking death beams coming out of the eyes. Right. You got to see that later in the film. Yeah. But like in that battle, you got none of that. He just got owned. He got yeah. owned by a bunch of people. And then he like, he, he turned tail. He ended up getting like, speaking of bloody. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bloody, he took that like axe yeah, to the shoulder. Was it was awesome. like He's gushing like, blood. <laughs> but like, come on, man. Like this is the first time we're seeing dark side. Like I think you got to make him seem like a like a god, like he's invincible, and then have some other reason to make him leave. I don't know. Well, they're leading up to the anti-life equation. Yes. Obviously. We learn about it in this movie. They focus a lot more on it. I don't think they want to build him up too much, because once he gets that, that's it. I mean, that's the most powerful weapon in the multiverse. Yep. If you had, If you had showed him in that battle, looking like Thanos literally laying waste to everybody and then he gets the anti-life equation i don't think you'd be able to buy anybody would be able to beat him you know that would make it harder at least in my opinion so i think they had to level him down a bit until he gets the anti-life equation all right all right i can i can buy that that's kind of it's just the spin i put on it to kind of um convince myself (laughs) but it was overall it was a cool scene Mm -hmm. and it gave a bit more like backstory i mean there was there was just a shit ton of scenes that were added that were originally cut and then plus he had what a budget of it was like 80 or 90 mil something yeah to go back and do reshoots and 
add things and touch things up. So, I mean, there's a lot of new content in this film. I'd say he could have cut it down to three and a half hours and probably had a perfect movie, whereas it felt like it went just a little long for me, but not necessarily in a bad way. I just think he could have cut a few scenes out. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, So, yeah, we got the battle scene. We talked about the character character development pretty much the whole first half of the movie. And then um, where are we now? They're talking about bringing Superman back. Yep. Yeah. You know? So it's all it's all leading back into that. They realize they need to bring back Superman to actually stand a chance. And yeah. it's all the parademons, Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Use that yeah, mother box. Let's do it. Well, actually, you know what? We didn't talk about Aquaman and Mira at all. So... Politics aside, I thought Amber Heard played a badass Mira. Yeah, absolutely. Do I think she should have a job? No, fuck her. But her acting ability and her fighting uh, Steppenwolf was really badass. And Aquaman actually seemed a little less surf bro-ish and more warrior-ish. It's funny uh, you mentioned that. They 100% made him... Because in the... Like you just said, like he's almost like a in the original Justice League... He's like a badass surfer, like biker bro. Yeah. And in this, they, it's still a little of that, but yeah. they made him more just kind of badass. More heroic, kind of, yeah. So I kind of, I appreciated that. And that reminds me, the one thing I miss from this movie a lot, the comedic moments, like when Flash falls on top of Wonder Woman, or there was another one that wasn't in there. Um, but a couple of the comedic moments that weren't that were in the original should have been in this one too. But I understand that was all weed and they couldn't do it in the Snyder cut. But it, I missed them a little bit. Yeah, and there were there were still a couple funny moments. Yeah, that they, they were they kept in, but they were the like we mentioned before, the tone of this film was much more dramatic, much darker. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, Aquaman looked good, Mirror looked good, you know. But yeah, Superman comes back. Clark Kent comes back, and we, dude, we get black suit Superman. Yes, it's I pretty mean, badass. The scene was always badass when he comes back and the Flash is running around him, and he goes, "Oh yeah, like, like yeah, the slow look." The fuck, <laughs> uh, that scene's always good. And then we finally get black suit Superman, which I had to be reminded of this. Of this, but that's not only aesthetic. It's actually called the recovery suit, it is. and it's medicinal. I forgot about that. Yeah, it soaks in uh, like UV rays from the sun. It like yeah. supercharges them, which is like why a suit. the random scene you think he's just like I am Jesus. <laughs> no, he's re- recharging the suit and actually building himself back up from death. Yeah, and dude, like they do one thing that they did like so well in this film, and that DC has done with the Cavill Superman. It's just showing like what a brick shit house he is. <laughs> yeah. And that's that is what I want my Superman to be. Like well, when they're showing him like just a powerhouse. If you ever have any question about the commitment Henry Cavill had to this role, go and watch Immortals. He's a star in that movie. He looks like me and you in that movie. And then he comes back and looks like this as Superman. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. The transformation is an insane. Um, and his intro into the battle at the end, I don't know if we're there yet, but that was one of my favorite moments. We're getting there, man. Yeah. We're getting there and we're, we're going to jump around. Like I said, if anything comes to mind that you want to talk about, let's just do it open form. Yeah. But one other cool thing was the, uh, dude, the flash time rewind. Yes. That was the end of the film and the whole, like the whole third act 
more than anything, I think in the film was very different. Yes. Than the original Justice League. Like yeah. the, the ending was significantly different. Right. And that that whole like flash time rewind scene was badass. Yeah, I was really getting was. like flashpoint vibes. Me too. Although I can't get over how they have him run. Dude, like he's like yeah. swimming slash figure skating through the air. I'm like, what is happening? I get he's new. I get he hasn't learned how to run perfect yet. But good God. Have you ever seen anybody run at super speed like that? Because no. I haven't. <laughs> no, and we've seen a lot of examples of that. And usually it's the, you know, the hands, the palms flat straight out. And usually it's forward in a pumping motion. Right. You know, going I remember like this, I heard something about it. And Snyder, I think, wanted it to be look to actually look like he was skating because he was moving so fast that he's basically skating on the ground or something like that. Huh. Either way, it doesn't work out well for it. <laughs> yeah, but but Flash any, is way better. Yeah, yeah, and that that whole kind of scene, especially where he's like, you know, I need to whatever go beyond my limits. I need to go faster than the speed of light, and it's like a it's a beautiful sequence. Run, Barry, it, run. Yeah, mm. exactly. As it starts going through and it's just like, you know, you see him just running, running, running yep. faster. And like the entire world is being reconstructed as he's like running forward. Like yep. he's, he's literally pulling time backwards. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. Until he can finally like do the charge, you know, touch Cyborg. And then the whole mother box I shit mean, happens. God, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was badass. He played a way bigger role in this movie. They had a lot more screen time for him. It actually made me look forward to a movie with him, which I was already. And I really hope they continue the Snyderverse after this, but it's very much in the air. Yeah, I, I didn't mind his flash. Yeah, I, I really didn't. And I just think they showcased him even better in this cut. Yeah, I agree. Let's but hope yeah, we get dude, Flashpoint. That whole battle scene and uh, Wonder Woman going face to face with Steppenwolf was fucking awesome. And then when Steppenwolf swings that axe down and Superman pops in and takes it on the shoulder, and what does he say? He's like, yeah. not intimidated. Yeah, he just, yeah, he boom! Just, yeah, he's just kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Well, not even. He, he uses oh, his freeze breath, yeah, that freezes that better. badass axe, and then just shatters <clears throat> it. And he's just like, pink, like a yeah. quick punch, made it even better. But that, I think, was my favorite like Superman scene out of this whole dceu dude it was awesome too yeah. like seeing him like hold down steppenwolf <clears throat> and he's just pounding him yeah and then like the the red eyes the laser vision and he cuts his horn off yeah you can see I, like the blood scored out i'm like holy again shit. dude snyder is very good with foreshadowing and i think we were getting a little bit of a glimpse of like that superman uh yeah when he's because people are looking on at him and he's still just like doof, doof, oh yeah pounding his head in and you can tell even Wonder Woman's like, all right, dude, you got him. Yeah. Calm down. And then he throws him into the other dimension. And for good measure, Wonder Woman just kind of, bink, cuts his fucking head off. Yeah. First, uh, you have Steppenwolf get impaled yeah. by Aquaman with the trident. He hawks him going through. And then Wonder Woman just literally cuts his head off. It was like a video game finisher. <laughs> yeah, and then Darkseid just stomps his head into oblivion. I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah, I was like, dude, that was so cool. I was like, I don't know if that could make it into the film. It like, was rated R. It, this version is rated R. Yeah. Technically. So it makes sense. Um, that battles. Again, the action in this movie was just so goddamn good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I, I liked all the action. I liked the pacing, uh, even though it was four plus hours long. If there was a movie to be four hours long, this is definitely not the worst you could do. 
Yeah, yeah, I think they paced it pretty damn well. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned, you know, we found out, obviously, the anti-life equation is going to be a big thing going forward if they do decide to continue this yeah. DC-verse. And we're going to talk about that at the end here because yep. I think this may have this may have actually rebooted. like I think so. Like the DC movie franchise. Because let's face it, I mean, Wonder Woman is a huge property for them. They've had so yep. much success with it. Even though 84, we did a review on it. It sucked. Yeah, it was not it was not good, but I mean they have good characters in place in a lot of these yeah. roles. And it'd be a shame not to try to like fix this shit and if we can get a cyborg movie where he actually looks like cyborg and not some jagged piece of metal, I'd be very happy. Because yeah. another thing that bothers me is the fucking cyborg CGI is terrible. Yeah, it's I just terrible. think it's it's just a it's a lot of CGI yeah. going on, and like I, it was it was okay. I just want his smooth, like robotic look, like the classic look. Yeah, and know? they could have, you know, they could have done that with a lot more like practical effects and actually made like a quasi costume. Yeah, and, but whatever. I mean, we're gonna. I'm still amazed this movie even happened. Yeah, honestly, me too. But I mean, so the film pretty much ends. Do you want to, before we get into the ending, because there's a lot to deconstruct mm -hmm. in the ending, is there anything else in the actual film, characters, plot points, other cool moments that jumped out to you that you were like, oh shit? Um, I mean, you know, Victor's dad played a bigger role. I think that brought a, a huge amount to the movie. Uh, Therm Thermoscara's scene was better. I think we covered most of the big points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, Again, it's a four-hour film. We're They're obviously missing stuff, you know, and if you're listening, tell us what you liked about it on social media because... Or didn't like. Yeah, or didn't like it. Did you like it? Didn't you like it? You know? So, like you mentioned, there's an epilogue and there's like 783 ending scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's like so many goddamn endings to this film. I know, you're like, all right, and nope. And it's funny, like, I was getting, like, like Return of the King extended edition vibes. Yeah. Uh, another, like, four-plus-hour film. When I say they could have cut some stuff, some of these endings they could have put in, like, uh, an after credit scene. So you end the movie, and then if you want, you can watch these. <laughs> yeah, so you get, they go back to Star Labs, and they show that Ryan Choi guy who was the um, the assistant of, uh, of uh, Dr. Stone. I missed Stone. that, yeah. Yeah, and... You know, he he actually, if you know the comics, he is the Atom, mm -hmm. or he becomes the Atom. So that'll be right. interesting to see if they do anything with that, if this continues. Cut to Arkham Asylum. You know, you get Lex Luthor, or we, who we perceive to be Lex Luthor, yeah. laughing. The guard goes in. The guy turns around. That ain't Lex. Nope. It's like, oh, shit, he escaped. You get the bald Jesse Eisenberg actually rocking the Luther look, who I... I still hate yeah. as Luther so much. I just want to punch him in the face. Now, we had this scene as an after credit scene in the original Justice League. So you're seeing it again. I think they added more dialogue, but it was pretty much the same. And then you see this badass death stroke oh, motherfucker yeah. come off the boat. And then he takes his helmet off. And you're like, oh, so it's JT death, death stroke. <laughs> Justin Timberlake death stroke. Because he's got the frosted tips. And he looks oh, yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking Pitiful, <laughs> but the with the helmet on, the armor looked pretty bad. Yeah, dude, man. He, I have no doubt he could play a badass Deathstroke without the hair and the mustache. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think Manu Bennett's always going to be my Deathstroke. Yeah, absolutely. And to make it even worse, we're about to get into the other ending. 
I mean, you don't think that hairstyle can get worse. And oh, then it the gets Joker, a lot worse. And then the Joker ending comes yeah, up. Yeah, so then you get, yeah, it, like you just said, the Joker ending, which you end up with Batman, Cyborg, Mera, Deathstroke, and Flash. Yeah. In a post-apocalyptic type setting. Yep. And fucking jokers with them too why yeah. i don't know they were like a ragtag crew it's like suicide squad plus kind yeah of. i yeah i didn't really get it and and i'm watching it like where are they going with this like what what is what what had happened so i already had it i knew what was happening so i understood it because in the video game in the comic in the storyline joker is on the good guy side oh yeah he doesn't yeah, I, want the bad guy i mean superman to win you know yeah exactly and yeah. i i know the injustice storyline too but i didn't think they were going to delve into it quite yet right and i think they could have left it out yeah. and then you know it again the jared leto joker you know it's been i could live <laughs> with him in this movie i could live with it yeah it was getting rid of the stupid tattoos and the grill and yeah and his laugh there's a theory going around that batman crushed his larynx and that's why he's kind of like <laughs> maybe because it's all fucked up but um yeah he looks more like a villain and less like a instagram gangster <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good good way to compare it then they have that that dialogue back and forth and get the first f-bomb yeah yeah because i will fucking kill you i was like oh shit you get to see actually like joker's hand like shake a little bit and he's yeah. like oh you almost got me <laughs> <laughs> right uh, the scene was good, you know, seeing Superman all fucking injustice out well, was awesome. That's what it led up to. Yeah. And then you see Superman come down and everyone's like, that's when you realize, holy shit, like they're doing injustice. Mm -hmm. so, and that ties back to the Flash dream where she he's like, Lois is the key, save Lois. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. And he's wearing that helmet now. Yep. The um, Iron Man helmet. Yep. So that was yep. cool. Yep. So... You know, Batman wakes up. It was all a dream. And then, again, I, for, I don't really get why they put this or why they put it at the end. He's like that guy in Don't don't Be a Menace While Drinking Juice in the Hood. Yeah. Message! <laughs> <laughs> He's just there to give some wisdom and then peace out. So yeah. Martian Manhunter shows up again right after Bruce has this dream, and which makes me believe, again, Martian Manhunter, psychic abilities, did he actually put yeah. that in Bruce's head? And then show up to kind of plant the seed of, okay, like, right. this could happen. I mean, we're also talking about the first interdimensional good guy in this universe as well, right? Because he could have been in a different timeline where this all happened and he's trying to stop it now. Instead of seeing the future, maybe he already lived through it. I mean, yeah, it, they, they could we, do a we lot don't, of stuff. Yeah. We don't know that. Right. I mean, we don't know if, again, there's multiverse theory, this or that. They mention multiverses like multiple times yeah. in this film. Steppenwolf to Dark Saeed. And so I I don't know, but the whole call me Martian Manhunter, oh. then he flies away. It's so stupid. I know. And he just looks not good. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a super huge fan. Yeah. I mean, I, if they bring him back, they definitely need to flesh out his look, just smooth it out. And I don't I, know. they they probably will. Yeah, they they probably will because again, this was something that was added completely in post. Mm -hmm. So, 
But all in all, anything else film related before we talk about like post film shit? Um, no, I think I mean we covered the hundred different endings. <laughs> and, oh, and Arthur Curry is dead in Injustice. Yes, uh, and so obviously Amber Heard was supposed to play a bigger role in future films. I'm guessing doubtful now, doubtful now. But uh, that's a big move. So that would have been good to see an Aquaman death scene. That would have been cool. Yeah, we well, who knows? We may still get to see that one day. But yeah, I mean, unless I think... Barry Allen can, you know, stick his dick in the timeline and <laughs> yeah, fix things right? like he always does. <laughs> uh, I think out of a four-hour movie, we covered all the big stuff. So yeah, I think we're pretty good. So that being said, over under fifty percent. Like, what are the odds? that this is going to spark this DC movie verse con- continuing. Well, if you want to be very specific, I'd say like 77.3%. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance. So the only kind of qualm, not qualm, but it, you know, Henry Cavill as Superman is a big one. Yeah. And initially it was mixed shit but they they were saying on both sides he was dumb with the role yeah that he was no longer superman recently like in the last couple months he went on twitter and said i would 100 percent be open to coming back to the role yeah so if that's true i think he just wants to make sure it's actually a good movie before he commits to it honestly but the problem is too like then you have affleck yeah ben affleck said the same thing that like Fleck. he's yeah, Batflex said he is done with Superman. That's the tough one because I don't think he would come back. I don't think Ben Ben Fleck would come back. And the only way, like, they do have a little bit of a loophole because when you get into the Flash and yeah. it gets multiverse, you theoretically could start bringing in different versions of these characters and then saying, oh, like, this other one was killed off in this multiverse, so now we get to jump and we get to pull this one in, which is actually a different actor, different style. I'll tell you what, if they can just start off the next movie with the Flash and, you know, the team meeting up and it just being, like, Christian Bale or somebody, and, the Fl- and like, I don't know, Superman's like, who the hell are you? And looks over at Barry and goes... What did you fucking do? <laughs> like, just call it out right at the beginning in the movie. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we're, I think, you know, we, imitation is one of the greatest forms of flattery. You hear it time and time again. And DC has tended to look at what Marvel's doing. And Marvel right now, they are probably going multiverse. We thought yeah. we were going to get a bit more multiverse in WandaVision, which didn't really happen. Right. But we're getting the new Doctor Strange film. And they're going to be doing some multiverse hijinks with some time-related shit. So if DC is looking at that, I mean, the the Flash is the ultimate solution to... If you have the Flash, you can retcon whatever you want. He's the eraser. He is. (laughs) At any given time, the Flash can go in. You can retcon anything you didn't like. Start fresh. Go in a different direction. So if they don't... They'd be stupid not to use that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, is Leto going to come back after all the fucking hate he got? Would you come back? I wouldn't. I'd be like, nope, not touching. I wouldn't touch that with your dick. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not coming back to that. What was that line, too, with the, who else is going to give you a reach around? Oh, yeah. That was weird, but I kind of liked it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I was like, what the, what? what?" I'm like, Okay, Rule Thirty Four does exist, That's so true. it's out there somewhere. <laughs> but touch my bat that was nipples. very weird. And then the f bomb, like that whole last scene, was just very off putting. But at the same time, pretty cool. 
Yeah. I don't know, yeah. 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 It almost it just felt like a different movie. It did. But what else we got? I mean, so uh, yeah. So I think there's a good chance they will try to keep it going if they can make it work. Yeah. I mean, they they'd be crazy not to. I mean, the the initial buzz and the initial reviews of this cut has been good. Speaking of which, Brian, let's get into our random review scores and kind of talk about how we felt about the film because mm-hmm. we usually we talk beforehand, but this time we went into this completely blind from one another. You want to go first or second on this? I mean, I'll go. I'm more curious about yours because people already know I like the first Justice League, so it shouldn't be a surprise. So I'll go first. Actually, if do me a favor real quick. Yeah. You don't have to talk about the original too much, but rank the original quick on our scale okay. of, of, you know, zero to 10 and then rank the new one. All right. So that's, yeah, good idea. The first, the original, uh, we already talked about most of it. The pacing was kind of off. Uh, it felt like two different movies at times. The vision was all mixed up. So while it was entertaining and fun, I didn't take it too seriously. In the end, I'd give it about a 7.5. Okay. I had a lot of fun with it. I know a lot of people didn't. I know some people who did love it. So, yeah, that's where I'd stick that one. This one actually fixed everything I didn't like about the original and then added some. I don't think it went full Snyder to where it was too dark, too weird, too um, violent. So, I only had a few complaints. Some of the CGI, Martian Manhunter, uh, it may be a little too long, so I'd give call this one. Call me Martian Manhunter. <laughs> call Hunter. me Martian Manhunter. And while you're at it, call me Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I, in the end, say, I know a lot of people say it's a masterpiece. I wouldn't go that far. I'd, How many Marthas out of 10 would I'd you give I'd say this? about nine Marthas in the multiverse out of 10. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. Nine out of 10. So going back to the original Justice League release, I was much more sour on it than you were. Yeah. It, uh, I was disappointed that being said, I liked the original Man of Steel. I loved the original Wonder Woman. Yeah. Hated Batman v Superman. Uh-huh. Didn't like it at all. Preach. <laughs> and, you know, then it went into Justice League and yada, yada. I probably gave, honestly, I was probably sitting at around like a 5.5 out yeah, of 10 on I that film. I kind of expected that. Yeah. You know, not going to absolutely kill it. It had some redeeming qualities, but... This film, the Snyder Cut, going into it, it corrected a multitude, or I should say a multiverse of issues that I had with the original film. The pacing, like you said, was way better. Yeah. They got into some of these character backstories much more. They actually made me give a shit about certain characters, mainly Cyborg. Mm -hmm. Um, All things considered, honestly, I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm going to give it about an eight and a half. I like eight it. and a half Marthas out of ten. <laughs> Martha, <laughs> I like it. Uh, actually, I if you would have to- asked me to guess, I would have said from you an eight to eight and a half. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah well, I'm reading my mind like that Martha Manhunter. I like it. <laughs> Just call me Martha. Martha Manhunter. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy, and honestly, I'm kind of surprised because I want. I'm gonna go back and watch it again when I don't have my dog because that bitch interrupted many good scenes uh but no i'm excited to watch it again yeah yeah so randos thank you for listening thank we appreciate it yeah thank you (laughs) let's point at the camera that you're probably never going to see this video maybe a blooper reel one day maybe uh, but uh we will be back later randos later we live in a society (laughs) 